Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wizards, Rainmakers, Rockstars, Gorillas, and Guru. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, folks. Uh, welcome to Domain Masters. Uh, we did not broadcast last Wednesday. Uh, instead, we had the live domain auction, a special Domain Masters presentation at the Traffic East Conference. Uh, it was an extremely huge success. Uh, we sold uh, $4.75 million worth of domain names um, at that event, and then another $600,000 worth of domain names in the silent auction, um, by uh, which all closed on Monday. So we have uh, some great things to talk about regarding the domain auction. And uh, for all those that are listening, there will be a live broadcast or rebroadcast of the domain auction um, right after tonight's Domain Masters. Uh, tonight we're going to talk to the folks at Internet, Inter- um, Internet Real Estate Group, uh, which is um, Andrew Miller and Mike Zappelin. They are the seller agents for Cameras.com, which was the big winner at the event. Uh, Cameras.com we sold for $1.5 million uh, to the folks at Intercosmos, uh, Sigmund Solaris and those guys. Uh, that's who the, who the guys are who bought uh, Sex.net, by the way. So we're going to talk to Andrew and Zappy and find out what's going on in their business at Interstate Real Internet Real Estate Group, and then we're going to talk to uh, Rob Abor, who was also at the auction, both as a buyer and a seller, and uh, talk about his experience with the auction and also his experience in domaining. So stay tuned. We're going to do a couple commercials. Be right back on with uh, Andrew and Zappy. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. It's no secret. Linking with relevant sites is a dynamic way to enhance site traffic. Avoid using unethical practices to promote your website. Obtain quality, relevant links with linksmanager.com. Since 1999, linksmanager.com has been the leading choice for managing link campaigns by thousands of websites. Editor-based link management software makes relevant link exchange ethical, fast, and easy. No software to install. Free unlimited support. Try linksmanager.com free for 30 days. Accept no limitations. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types hooker, escort, hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes, one click, great results. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive WebmasterRadio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create.
Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Domain Masters. I'm Monty Khan. As I mentioned, we had an exciting week last week. Uh, Sold $4.75 million worth of domain names in the live auction and another $600,000 in the silent auction. One of the big winners and uh, sellers of uh, of one of the key names that sold was uh, uh, Internet Real Estate Group. Uh, uh, Mike Zaplin and uh, Andrew Miller, who are co-founders of this organization. This is uh, the organization that owns some of the biggest uh, domain names, have been responsible for some of the biggest transactions in the Internet history, such as CreditCards.com, Chocolate dot com, computer dot com, luggage dot com, phone dot com, software dot com. Uh, they're involved with music dot com and uh, so many other uh, great holdings. I had them on the show uh, about a year ago, and we talked about their business. And a lot's changed since then. Uh, Andrew and Mike, welcome to Domain Masters. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be back, Monty. This is Zappy, Mike Zaplin. I'm I'm going by Zappy because there are just too many Mikes out there these days. Right. Okay, Zappy, you got it. And, and Andrew, you're on board as well, correct? Oh, I'm sorry. This is Andrew. Good to uh, good to connect here. Great, and uh, sorry we missed you at the event, but that was really uh, awesome performance. So. Yeah, so uh, well, we missed you at the event. You guys weren't able to make it because you're preparing for a great, uh, a great big, uh, I guess, newsworthy event coming up uh, this coming week or next week, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, let's talk a little bit about cameras.com and how Internet Real Estate Group was involved with that domain name and a little bit about its value at the auction. Um, give me a, uh, let's give the, the audience a little bit of an idea about how cameras.com came across your laps and, and basically what your thoughts and feelings are about the sale price and the transaction. Since we're not in the same room, we'll have to uh, do our best to not talk over one another, which is a challenge. But uh, Zap, you want me to uh, start yeah, here? Yeah, go ahead. We um, so Internet Real Estate Group is, you know, as you know, a buyer of uh, what we call the most prime category domain names uh, that there are, with the intent to develop them into businesses. And along the way, we see a lot and have a lot of conversations with great uh, individuals, from uh, individuals all the way up to. Fortune 100 CEOs who own great domain names and are figuring out what to do with them. Uh, Cameras.com is happened to be a, a, a neighbor of ours here in Boston. It was a, uh, I think, a 93-year-old. Uh, don't hold me to that exact number, but decades-old family camera business that has been passed down and uh, was in a position where the owner was making some changes in his business, and we had been trying to. Uh, work with him on the name for a long, long time. And at one point, we were very, very seriously uh, considering acquiring it, so we kind of entered into a partnership with the owner to either acquire it and develop it or sell it, uh, as we'll get into a little bit more, and that we'll elaborate on. As our, as our uh, own plan evolved into what we would call more of a Web 2.0 category focus, uh, we made a decision not to buy cameras.com ourselves and to help uh, the owner of, of the domain sell it. We thought it was... Uh, a, a top 20, if not top 15, domain in the world. It is a category that, um, for those in the search business, know is searched uh, just innumerable times. And keywords like digital cameras and ver- variants of it are searched, uh, you know, many, many, many times. And um, so we entered an agreement, and uh, very, very recently, to help Steve uh, sell it instead of buy it, the owner, and. Um, the traffic event and auction was happening almost simultaneously, and Monty was uh, our first phone call and said, "Let's. What do you think? You know, it's going to take a uh, a million dollar, million and a half dollar plus number." And uh, they went up there and, and got it. So, so that's great. Uh, and um, and I know that the uh, uh, there was a little clip on YouTube. I don't know if anybody saw it, but uh, that that actual transaction was caught on video on YouTube. Um, um, and uh, Sig uh, Solaris, uh, the founder and CEO of Interco- uh, Intercosmos uh, Group, bought the domain name, and everybody was just thrilled in the room, and they were thrilled to capture it. So it sounds like it was a fair transaction all the way around. Yeah, just to talk about that, I mean, we think that it was you know, good transactions when everybody wins, and I think it was um, it was the bo- you know the, the the low end of what we were prepared to take for it, as you know, and I think it was you know a great buy for someone who has plans for it, and. A nice sell for the owner, so it was and good for domainers overall. So yeah, I thought it was a a, a a great buying price and a really strong selling price. So that's usually a win-win. Great, great. Now you guys were responsible for another big sale recently, uh, which was Computers.com. Can you share a little bit about that name and how much you sold it for? 
Yeah, it's actually the singular, Monty. We sold computer.com. Oh, my bad. Uh, computers is still owned by CNET, and uh, they've done a, you know what they've done with it. But com- we have a, a long history with computer.com. We actually um, incubated that during the whole dot-com boom and wound up doing a Super Bowl commercial for uh, computer.com. And as the Internet bubble sort of burst back then and the B2C space went away, um, we wound up selling that to Office Depot. Uh, along with the phone number 1-800-COMPUTER. And what happened was, um, you know, for years we, we still liked the, ca- the, the name. We thought it was very intuitive and very Internet-based. But uh, as Andy said, we were trying to move ourselves towards more, um, you know, more web-driven, more digital delivery. And so our most recent acquisitions have been around phone.com, software.com, where you're talking about, you know, really passing zeros and ones in a sequence um, sweepstakes. along com. the line. Sweepstakes.com, same thing, just transmitting data and uh, you know, not necessarily pushing a product. So what we loved about Computer.com was it was always very intuitive, and, and there's obviously a lot of searching going on in that area, and the products change often. But what we didn't like was that um, it was a physical product. If, if you were going to own it and operate it successfully, I feel like you had to be somebody that had tremendous scale already. And so as we went out and started talking to would-be, could-be partners and suitors, uh, we ran into uh, Systemax, um, who uh, also owns Tiger Direct, is one of their divisions, Tiger Direct. And you see Systemax on TV all day long with their commercials for their products, and Tiger Direct obviously sends out literally hundreds of millions of catalogs. And they were a perfect player who's already doing an incredible job of merchandising and marketing computer and peripherals and looking to bring their business more online, more Web 2.0, less physical print. And so for them, it was very easy for them to rationalize um, what is a, uh, an undisclosed price that we sold it for, but a significant price. And I think what they do with it is going to be, number one, is going to be phenomenal, but number two is going to allow Andy and I with our software.com brand as we are developing that to have a really strong strategic partner that, you know, out of the gate, uh, I think their Alexa rating for uh, Tiger Direct is probably in the, you know, 2,300. 338, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, I mean, you you guys just rattled off a bunch of, like, just kick-ass domain names that uh, that you've been responsible for acquiring and developing. Now, we, we touched a little bit about um, Web 2.0 and your focus as a company getting more into Web 2.0. Let's talk about that a little bit because you're actually going to be going to the conference Web, 2, uh, Web 2.0, and one of the reasons why you guys weren't able to make it to uh, traffic was that you're prepping for this conference. Give us a little bit of an idea about what um, uh, Internet Real Estate Group is going to do at Web 2.0 and, um, and kind of the focus of the company at this point. Yep. Um, so, we're, we're, Imani, we're actually one of the sponsors of Web 2.0. Um, and, you know, kind of what's happened, I think, you know, we're very, very early in the domain economy, as, as we all agree. But what's, what we've witnessed happening with our own properties and the development of our properties is it's, things have changed from a very bottom line, you know, what's your traffic, what's your revenues, to a realization, a new realization um, that content users and community are a very important part of laying the foundation for the next, you know, several years of development of the Internet. And so um, Web 2.0 to us represents, and for people that don't know, you can go to web2con.com. So it's web2con.com. Uh, that's, that's a company that needs a better domain name. Yeah. Yes, yes, I remember that because uh, what's it, um, uh, John Battelle's group uh, that uh, that puts on that conference? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, I talked to him about that on the radio show when I had him on last year as well because uh, it's a confusing domain name to get to people to that conference. Exactly. And, you know, the, the speakers there are, you know, Ray Ozzy from Microsoft and Jeff Bezos from Amazon and um, uh, Barry, Barry Diller from IAC and... Uh, you know, on and on. The list is just incredible. But Andy and I have, has, you know, last year and, and when we spoke of traffic, we were trying to give a vision for what we're doing with our properties in the development, you know, so that we go beyond the domain name and we actually 
extract maximum value uh, from not only the domain but the underlying business. And our, right. and our, our theory, uh, Monty, is that when you have a .com, whether it's software.com or phone.com or chocolate.com, you have an inalienable right to a certain amount of the e-commerce mind share. And the consumers out there are literally you know, giving you that as a virtue of you are software.com, so you have some piece of that. And I think you can, the opportunity is you can take uh, some of that piece or you can take all of that piece, you know, all the way up to being the hotels.com of the category. And so what we want to do is apply the very best, um, you know, Web 2.0 strategies of, <clears throat> excuse me, allowing uh, users to, uh, you know, determine what the site's going to be, what the functionality is going to be, to add user-generated content that obviously adds tremendous value, adds page views, and adds, um, you know, significantly to the viral nature of what some of these domain names have the ability to, to be. And just to elaborate on the conference itself, I mean, for us, we, we kind of pride ourselves on taking our properties and developing them in uh, partnership with what we would call best-in-class, best practices, joint ventures, partners uh, in Luggage.com. Our partner is CSN Stores, who's a you know, major leading retailer in this country, uh, Tiger Direct on Computer, and you know, obviously several others historically. And uh, Web 2.0 is a place where all the principles of all these companies uh, are going to be. And so it, we, we kind of view it as both a... Uh, a place to go have discussions about these kind of business relationships, a place where we're going to do a little branding. Everybody at the show is going to be wearing the uh, internetrealestate.com lanyard. So when Barry Diller and Jeff Bezos wake up and go to bed and come to their speech, they're going to put our name around their neck, which we're obviously hoping uh, we can get a little brand awareness for that. But most importantly, you know, I, I also think we're going to bring the domain name business to, web, to this conference. And... You know, the power of, of the domain is an indefensible brand to this conference, and hopefully you know, if we do a good job there, we'll, we'll do a good job not only for ourselves but for, for everybody in this space. We, the, press, the, the press list, and we already have multiple uh, interviews and appointments set up and potential articles running next week. Uh, the press list for Web 2.0 is uh, the A-plus list from all the major publications, and you know, I think there will be an interest in the domain name space as they're ongoing as there has been in the last six, eight months. Right, right, and that, and that coincides with what's going on even in the um, not-so-sophisticated worlds of, of, of those powerhouses. But if you get into the SES and the webmaster world space, domain, uh, you know, domain names and domain naming and uh, direct navigation and its power and the, the, the whole business in general is now becoming a, 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 a topic of uh, discussion. Um, we are doing um, uh, participating in boards and panels now, finally, at those conferences, and it is an important um, um, aspect of uh, the, the whole affiliate network uh, of web development, of SEO, and um, um, and then when you move it up the channel to those powerhouse conferences where, you know, the CEOs and founders of some of the largest organizations in the world and now um, bringing some of these top brands uh, to their um, to, to their to their to their um, um, eyeballs is going to be very important going forward. And yeah, I think and I, from our end, um, you know, we're not on a we, – we, we came into this picture, the Web 2.0 conference picture as a sponsor – uh, kind of the 11th hour, but I would think that you know, by the next one there will be a panel. It'll be a, you know, we'll be speaking and and hopefully uh, have a chance to draw in the industry even further. So. Yeah, definitely. And and one of the one of the key panels that you guys were um, unfortunately not able to attend or, or participate in that we were able to pull off also at almost the last minute at Traffic was the Madison Avenue panel. I don't know if you guys heard about how successful that was, but we actually had um, some of the top players, uh, top branding and chief marketing officers for uh, Euro uh, um, um, uh, Magnet, uh, which is one of the top uh, ten uh, advertising agencies in the world. Um, we had um, a number of uh, panelists that uh, discussed what the discrepancies are and why um, our thought process of why a brand, a top brand like you know sweepstakes or phone, um, or in the case of Rick Schwartz, he owns Candy.com. Why domainers are owning these names and corporations are are not 
educated on what they should do to get these properties and direct that their direct navigation traffic to their doorstep and own it for life and keep their competitors from owning it. And that is a, a panel that's going to help educate um, both the corporate world and the Madison Avenue uh, side of things, the advertising agencies and the branding companies, about why they need to hook up with these domain conferences and hook up with domainers to help brand their businesses. I agree. Perfect. And just to throw in, you know, Ed, when we say they're not educated, it's clearly, as Zappi pointed out at the beginning, you know, whether it's the pre-first inning, the warm-ups, or the second inning, it's, it's that early. And I would say that for, you know, while the majority of Madison Avenue and related clients uh, aren't quite there yet, they're getting there. And when you have the Tiger Directs of the World System X, New York Stock Exchange Company, coming out to acquire uh, Computer.com, or you have CSN stores putting a major push behind Luggage.com, or Johnson & Johnson, as we've spoken about so many times in the past, uh, pegging their entire web presence on baby.com. Uh, right. You, you, and there are more examples. You, you at least are starting to see it happen in some leaders in the space uh, uh, or evangelist CEOs in the space setting the example. Yeah, definitely. Now, talk a little bit about, um, besides um, um, some of the potential uh, you know, projects for like sweepstakes and phone and everything, you guys have also been very successful at a development project with Chocolate.com, and it seems to be doing great business online. Um, talk a little bit about how that project started and uh, kind of some of the results you're seeing from uh, an online um, offering of, uh, of chocolate and candy. I'm going to let Zabby talk and about and chocolate, yeah. actually. Let, let just, me... Just, weigh in on it because um, it's interesting because we've actually made a very recent shift to a bit of a more of a web 2.0 strategy. So if somebody was looking at the site last week, to this week it looks a little bit different. And, and what that means is that we've begun the automation process of all of the back end of, you know, attempting to make it that much easier for um, internet-prone uh, internet chocolatiers to use our site and really leverage it. And I just want to take it back a couple steps because we bought chocolate.com a while ago, um, you know, a few years back, and, you know, we just love the category and we weren't exactly sure, you know, uh, you know how, it, how it should be organized and so forth. But it, it's, you know, you're talking about a multi-billion dollar gift category, the chocolate category, you know, nobody really owns that category from a gift standpoint. So obviously there's hundreds of millions of dollars to be made there. The interesting part and the power of the generic domain name in today's environment is, you know, chocolate.com, by virtue of being chocolate.com, is going to get some amount of organic organic search, but also it's going to get some amount of credibility from the search engine algorithm. Mm -hmm. So, So when you add on top of that content about products, uh, which we did a deal with uh, Chocolatier Magazine to get uh, a lot of their chocolate content that we were able to provide, you know, recipes and things like that that consumers would want. It would increase the consumer experience. It would increase the volume of the of the site. We've literally gone from, um, you know, uh, down the list on the uh, search engines to number one on Google, Yahoo, and MSN for the word chocolate. And we attribute that to the generic domain name, the content, you know, properly, you know, obviously doing the pages properly from a standpoint of search engines being able to look at them and find what they're looking for, but also uh, from a standpoint of, um, you know, refreshing that content and bringing in partnerships that constantly keep that fresh. So now that we've got a pretty critical mass of traffic going on and some interesting uh, content, what we're doing is we're Web 2.0-ing the back end now, and uh, what you're going to see uh, around Valentine's Day just before is you're going to see a chocolate.com that's almost completely uh, web-driven. I don't want to say that we're not going to have to do anything, but it's going to be very easy for uh, our vendors to use our, uh, you know, our, our, our tools to upload pictures of their product to sync with their back end so that if something is in stock, it'll really be in stock, and there won't be any disconnect there. So it's it's super. It, I think it's just a super exciting time to have generic domain names in the second inning and be able to apply all of the best practices of statistical analysis, so you know what people are really looking for, where they're going on the site, what they don't like, what colors they like, what promotions they like, and to be able to switch that stuff up on the fly means that you're you're really 
getting the ultimate, you know, value out of, uh, you know, being an Internet company, uh, which is sort of the promise probably of, you know, five years ago that's actually coming to fruition for marketers and for, for um, consumers. Andrew, you think, wanted to say something? Yeah, just adding to that, I think, um, you know, someone might ask, and, and uh, Jeannie, who you're very uh, thorough marketing director or person today, asked in her before this call, um, you know, what's the difference between computers and your computer and chocolate? And, you know, I think we're focusing 80% of our business on what we would call Web 2.0, you know, user-generated content areas, social networks, communities, um, versus, you know, delivery of a physical product like luggage or chocolate. Uh, but we do have 20% where we will buy the brand, indefensible brand, the domain name, in those other categories. And um, while we are focused on digital delivery, which are things you can mostly do on the Internet, sweepstakes, download software, make a phone call, uh, chocolate was an area where, uh, as Zappi said, it's, you know, it's, you really you either go to the, to the convenience store and buy a Hershey bar or you're buying a box of chocolate as a gift for somebody. And the gift business online is enormous and it is getting bigger and bigger. And as Zappi said, no one owns it. And the margins in the chocolate space are just astronomical. So whereas computers, it's huge volume, low margin, low margin right? dominated by a couple big players, and hence the reason it made sense for us to to yeah, move that on to a player like Tiger, who is the leader, or, or the number two or number one player in the space. Uh, with chocolate, it's 40, 60, 70% margins. No one owns the space. You don't have to do a lot to do a little. or I mean, You only have to do a little to do a lot. And uh, it was a category to us, gifts, that we thought warranted uh, our focus, same with luggage, on, on 20%, you know, the 20% that we're doing that isn't Web 2.0 exact or digital delivery, then we add the Web 2.0 elements to it. So. Right. And, and another, another key point, which I'm sure is all part of this picture, is that chocolate is part of the confections business, which is actually owned by some of the largest conglomerate um, industry companies in the entire world, uh, Hershey's, Cadbury, Nestle. Uh, they all have Multiple products for families, cereal and booze and liquor and cigarettes and everything. And uh, they actually are one of the few industries, if not the only industry, that actually acquires a customer at the very earliest of ages, like when you're a kid. And you grow up on this on these products, on General Mills and candy and cereals and stuff. And then you turn around and feed it back to your kids, and, and then they feed it back to their kids. Yeah. And so you're actually owning a, a customer at, at, at when they're not even in their, you know, not even in puberty yet, and then you own them for life, and then you own their families. And yeah. we, have found, we have found, you know, the chocolate industry has lagged the flowers in, flower industry, although 1-800-Flowers just made an actual fairly significant acquisition of a chocolate company, so you're going to see that become more prominent on, on flowers.com and 1-800-Flowers.com, but in the chocolate industry, the Hershey's and Nestle's, we've talked to them all, they're, uh, they're still... They just recently figured out how to ship chocolate without melting it. I mean, they're, they're still a few years behind the flower companies, let's say, or the computer companies as far as transacting and figuring out the Internet. So, you know, by the time we're ready to sell it to them for a couple hundred million dollars, you know, they'll probably come aboard. But as you said, there are, uh, you know, there's about five uh, multi-billion dollar chocolate companies and then about another 20, you know, multi-hundred million dollar companies. So it's, right. it's a pretty exciting space. Right. Well, I realize that you guys are on a, on a, on a, on a very short wick here, and um, so I really appreciate your guys' time. Uh, if there's any, just a, maybe one point out there that maybe is different from the last yeah. time we talked about that, that can teach someone who's, because um, now you've elevated yourselves beyond just being a domainer and acquiring domain names, you're going, to, you're going another route. Yep. What, uh, just give one tip or point out there for the domain audience about how, to, how they can be successful at their business, and then, and then uh, we'll let you go. Yes, yeah, sounds good. Uh, this is Zappy. I would say, you know, w- one thing that is, I think, key is just, you know, trying to have a, uh, trying to have a little bit, of step back and have a little bit of a vision for what industries are, you know, maybe old school industries that are looking to go online. And I'll segue to sweepstakes.com. Um, you know, sweepstakes.com traditionally it was all, you know, mail order catalog. There's a couple big players. Obviously, Publishers Clearinghouse is number one, but um, these dinosaurs were sending out hundreds of millions of pieces of direct mail, uh, you know, to a demographic that's an older demographic. And now sweepstakes is one of those really exciting categories for Andy and I because 
It's all going online. At some point, it's going to be 100% online, number one. Number two, they just clamped down, as you know, on the whole gambling industry, and the credit card companies cut out the online gambling. So sweepstakes are still a niche, a legal niche within, you know, playing and winning. And all of the Fortune 500s have these enormous budgets for sweepstakes within their marketing budgets. So you've got a situation where those uh, – Publishers Clearinghouse and, and folks like that are looking to skew much younger. They're looking to uh, create, you know, significant awareness and, and develop significant databases at a, in, in a much different way. So our feeling is if we can craft sweepstakes.com to be uh, the go-to place for people to not only, you know, find some cool sweepstakes and to talk with other people who have entered cool sweepstakes and people can blog and things about what sweepstakes are good, which ones are a ripoff, which, what are the real odds, and, you know, maybe even tune some people into, you know, uh, a sweepstakes that, you know, causes them a better chance to win based on what they're talking about. You know, that's really exciting for the consumer and for the, uh, for the sweepstakes companies and the brands that are driving these sweepstakes. Uh, it's really exciting because now you're talking about a much younger demographic who's not the, you know, 50-plus housewife clipping coupons and sending in sweepstakes things. So when I think when a domainer or somebody in whatever industry they're in is critically thinking about what industries are trying to go from the old school of direct marketing online and trying to skew younger, um, you know, there's, there's plenty of categories out there. And then the question is, you know, uh, just, you know, in most cases just uh, – picking up the phone or sending out an email and communicating with the folks that own that and trying to come up with some, uh, you know, opportunity where you can buy it, maybe even leave them some upside so that there's an exciting, you know, future model for them and, uh, and do a deal and potentially own a, a really significant category and, you know, create a, a, a mega business for themselves. Right. Uh, time for a quick tip? Yep. Um, one thing I want to kind of echo, you know, and, and to domainers out there and using cameras.com obviously is a great example. Uh, you can definitively do what Zappy said, and you can develop, and you can either develop on your own or you can find partners. You can sink money into it. You know, with, with guys like Domain Capital out there, there's obviously ways to borrow money against your domain name now to build it and develop it and add value to it. But, you know, Zappy and I both come from Drexel Burnham, Bear Stearns, and the investment banking background. And, and the old cliche of uh, bulls and bears make money, pigs get slaughtered. Even though we're in the first inning, even though that every great domain name will appreciate, in our opinion, in value for years and years and years, you know, there's still, uh, uh, for the domain name owners who are possibly looking to sell their name, you know, we've come across so many people with expectations that, you know, unless they're prepared to wait till the day comes where, someone just calls up and pays their price, uh, their price expectations tend to get a little bit out of whack because they read this or they read that. And in cameras.com case, you really had a seller who understood that and, and said, I don't need to get the absolute end-all highest number. I want to sell this. And, you know, we together came up with a, a, a fair valuation in price, which is not easy to do because there's still not a lot of science behind that. And, of course, when it sells, and you know you did that. So... And we're, we're, we're continuing to work helping people sell domain names if anyone is interested in that. But one of the things we would preach to them and everyone out there is you know, don't necessarily um, don't outprice yourself in the market and then have to wait 10 more years or you know, find the number that makes you happy uh, and, and be willing to go and work around that because we've worked with some people who just have had numbers so out of whack that they're going to, we, we joke today, they're going to be owning that name in 15 years because I, I can't imagine without developing it they're ever going to get their numbers. So as raw land, you know, work with people like Monty, like us, um, pick a number. And I know Marco Ostrowski always says, you know, it's okay to sell some. And, um, you know, when you do that, just make sure that you're you know, positioning yourself where you actually may succeed. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And uh, the the auction, um, these types of live auctions are actually a great vehicle of showing what market values are because there's a there's a true market in the room. There's 400, 500 edu- in this particular case, ed- pretty educated people about what domain names are worth. Not not a corporate uh, buyer market yet, but there will be in the next auction. Um, but at least you have a sophisticated group who know the business very well, and they were able to to to, to maximize the value and the return on that investment for Cameras.com. And and 114 other domain names that sold at auction, all above reserve, and um, 
it showed that there was a, a true market for those, and 33% of the market, uh, you know, 33% of the names sold for the first time ever. Uh, that that's the highest percentage ever, uh, you know, in a, at, a, at one sitting at any kind of presentation of domain selling. And so those things will only get better, and the market will determine values. And as the market gets stronger, the values will go higher. And um, you know, it's all very important for the industry. Yep, and I think Monty, just to toot your horn for a sec, you know, services like um, like Moniker and your escrow service are huge, uh, you know, catalyst to getting more people comfortable with transacting. Because you know, Andy and I, you know, going back to '98, it was it weren't a lot of processes, and you know, even you know, a couple of years ago, there were you know, all you always had your fingers crossed of, oh God, is this transfer going to happen? Am I going to get the money? Is some crazy thing going to happen? But you know, as you guys have you know set up things where the, the domain is getting escrowed and the money is getting escrowed, and there's companies like yours that are you know backed by you know inside a real blue chip group, everybody's guard goes down, and you can actually get past the what am I getting myself into? And I think that has really accelerated probably a bit of the market too. Yeah, definitely, and uh, that's the way we've always treated it. If you treat the domain name like an asset and not like a commodity, it will be it'll it'll perform like an asset on all aspects, including the purchase, the resale, the valuation process, the changing of ownership and changing hands, and then the monetization, of course. And that's uh that's kind of what we're trying to instill in the marketplace as one of those few companies that treat these things like assets and do transactions like they're assets and hold them in a in a Fort Knox type uh, type of a bank account while they're being transacted, and then um, help them grow and. In every way that we can, so uh, I'm glad we were able to participate in this particular uh, domain sale for you. And I know there'll be more like that coming. And uh, you guys are doing a great job of establishing the domain market on on a much more professionalized level. And that's basically what we're all trying to do: is professionalize our industry even more, so that it invites outside investment into the community, inside our industry, so that um, it becomes more stable. And then our children and our children's children can have a place to work. <laughs> Bingo. Well, you yeah, guys, you guys are awesome. So thank you. All right, well, thank, thank you very much, guys, guys and, uh, and and great luck at uh, at uh, Web uh, 2.0. And I know you guys uh, will uh, maybe I'll have you guys on for uh, like a post conference update on how that went and how um, the first time that domain names were really presented at that conference and and what the response was. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'd love, we'd love to recircle, and you know we're going to see everyone in March, obviously in Vegas. So. Yeah, definitely. So uh, great. Thanks for being on the show, and uh, thanks for being on Domain Masters. And I'll look forward to talking to you again in the in the next uh, several weeks. Look forward to talking to you in the next day or two, actually. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Check checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. You got it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, again, uh, thanks to my uh, to my guest Andrew Miller and uh, and Zappy from uh, Internet Real Estate Group. Um, some of the best properties, some of the most valuable properties they own, uh, and they're going they're bringing domain names to uh, Web 2.0, and it's a great thing for the entire industry. We're going to take a short commercial break and be on with uh, Rob Barbar. Hold on. You're just minutes away from more domain masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. 
It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads, and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hello, folks. Uh, Welcome back to Domain Masters. Uh, And thanks again to Andrew Miller and uh, Mike uh, Zappelin, or Zappi, uh, from Internet Real Estate Group, and uh, some great things to come from Web uh, 2.0 and uh, bringing domain names to the Web 2.0 and uh, community. Uh, my next guest, who uh, happens to be also a major domainer in the industry, um, is uh, Rob Babor. And uh, Rob is also a Moniker customer, and he has uh, invested regularly in the domain business uh, for about uh, five years and owns 7,400 domain names. He works with uh, partners in Africa and uh, a few years ago opened an uh, SMS text messaging company, uh, which has since been uh, dissolved, but um, uh, currently works on his uh, domain acquisition strategy and monetization, uses Traffic Club, and uh, uh, believe had a great experience at the Traffic Conference. Rob Rob, welcome to Domain Masters. Hey, Monty. Glad to be here. Yes. Uh, so uh, what did you think about traffic? Uh, it was an amazing experience. It, you know, it was, uh, it's only my second year there, but I ran into a lot of people who remembered me, and uh, I made a lot of great uh, new connections as well. So well, uh, it was a well-deserved, well-spent week there. Great. So give us a little bit of like a 30,000-foot view of how you got into the Internet and particularly in the domain name business and uh, maybe the first couple domain names you bought and, uh, and transacted and sold and, uh, and where you are today. Uh, the short and sweet is, I mean, I've been a geek my whole life, and um, unfortunately I didn't get in early enough, and I guess everybody can say that you know, pretty much. You, no matter when you start, you always feel like you didn't get in early enough. Um, I bought my first domain maybe back, I think it was like, 2001, and it was back then all I did was programming. I was a full-time programmer, and I bought a uh, domain, zbutils.com, just because Visual Basic, that's you know, the language that I programmed in. And um, I still have the domain, and still does well, and um, I bought that domain. I bought a few others just because of some personal interest. Well, shortly after purchasing a few of the other domains, turned out that uh, somebody else wanted those, and they made me an offer. And so that initial sale led me to believe that, you know, there was some money to be made in the domain name uh, uh, business. So I took the, the revenue that I generated, reinvested it back into more domains, which in turn led to more sales. Um, some of those names I wish I hadn't sold, but <laughs> nonetheless uh, continued down that path for several years and then uh, became, uh, or I actually brought the uh, company to a uh, a position where we just acquire. We, you know, we sell here and there, but as a rule of thumb, we just uh, maintain them, build them out, and uh, have grown the business since. Great. Now, um, so you all, you guys own about 7,400 domain names. What kind of niche markets are they in? Why did you go um, and uh, are you acquiring from the aftermarket or primarily from new registrations? Explain a little bit about your strategy. Uh, the strategy is actually diverse, it, uh, it, or very diverse. It's... Um, we do a little bit of everything. We, we hit the aftermarket, uh, in other words, like the drop sites um, and other sites that resell after the fact. That's part of the business, maybe like a third of it. The other third is um, acquisitions. Maybe we grab somebody's portfolio or we acquire names on an individual basis just because they fit one of our verticals or some niche that we're looking at. And the third uh, would, would obviously be just you know, registering new domains in the uh, uh, with a little bit of research in anticipation of existing traffic and also possibly uh, fitting into one of the verticals or niches that we're looking at. So it's, uh, it's an interesting aspect. I know there's certain people that deal with only one of those three, um, but we like to diversify and, you know, we invest in ver- you know, a variety of extensions as well. Right, right. And what would you say um, are some of the keys to your success in both acquisitions and the monetization of your domain names currently? 
Uh, keys would be, um, you know, like a lot of people would say, research, research, research. Um, you, can, you know, when I, when I first got started in this, I just grabbed names that looked great to me. I had no clue of the relevancy of uh, the actual, you know, words that make up a domain name and uh, how that affects, you know, the monetization and future build and value of them. Um, so now, you know, we do a lot of uh, uh, research, you know, tools like, you know, Overture, Word Tracker, URL Trends, things like that, as well as uh, looking at, you know, what's coming out, you know, in trade publications or whatever focus you happen to look at. And now, you, on your diversified um, strategy in terms of um, on, on how you acquire, I assume you also have a diversified strategy on your development um, as well. So talk a little bit about what current wheels are in motion with the, the domain names. How are you currently utilizing them? Are you monetizing them? How? Uh, what have you segmented out for full-fledged development? And uh, what are some of the future plans for some of the domain names? Sure. Um, as a rule of thumb, what we do is we end up parking our domains uh, initially and by the way, we use Traffic Club. We love it. Can't get enough of it. And um, we we actually use that as a tool. It's a great tool for us because we can actually track: is it making money? Is it getting a lot of visitors? Not making money? Things like that. We target sites that have um, that have either brandability or fit uh, a market where there are intrinsic number of keyword searches every month. So, for example, I think uh, Zappy and um, and Andrew actually mentioned something about digital cameras. Yeah, so we have we have a, a quite a quite a few digital camera related domains, and some of those are slated for development. Um, we actually have an interest. I know there's a lot of domainers that don't really like you know forum sites. They say they don't monetize well. Well, I I, I don't know. I guess everybody has their own opinions, but uh, we happen to like forums, and so we acquire and we are working on. We are working on one right now. We're waiting for the skin to be finished, but uh, we just recently acquired DIYforums.com. And so we have high hopes for that, expect to uh, do well with that forum site. Um, we've had good reception on it. Um, but as a rule of thumb, we developed them out. It, it, it's a limited, you only have so many hours a day, and you can only outsource so much at a time without losing focus. So we do things sporadically, and in the meantime, we leave things parked. Right, right. And so now talk a little bit about that forum strategy. Uh, wh why is it do you feel, uh, do, do, is there a general, just a general consensus that forum sites won't monetize well because you're not really selling a product or service, but uh, primarily they earn their revenue on advertising? Or, you know, what's the philosophy behind the myth, and then how are you going to change that? I, I think where the myth behind that, I'm going to call it a myth, uh, is that I think a lot of forum sites are literally, they're put up, you know, by just people who want to have a forum site and, and a place to build a community, which is great, and I, and I love that concept. But obviously we're in this for, for a business as well. And um, I think that forum sites in their basic form probably will not perform well for most people. Uh, our concept behind DIY forums is it's, not only going to be a community where people can share free information, uh, but we're going to have paid resources. We're going to have books, manuals. It's going to be a full-fledged site. So what we, what we anticipate with that site is to truly build it into a, uh, a one-stop shop for you know, do-it-yourselfers out there, and so they can actually get help at a moment's notice. And, uh, and we're going to actually build some other tools in it so we can actually verify who people are. So we're not going to take somebody's word that they're a professional at HVAC. We're actually going to verify who they are and what they do. So we're going to lend some credibility to that side of it. Um, so I think the original question is, how do you monetize it? Yeah, maybe you can throw some Google ads and some Yahoo ads and what have you on there. Um, but I think the real value is in, in selling like memberships, selling books, and giving people uh, uh, access to real professionals. So that's how we plan to monetize it. Now, give us an idea about where you see the future of the domain industry. Um, uh, obviously, the, um, we did have some great success at the live auction with some other extension sales besides just .com. Um, although there was a lot of .NET names that didn't sell, there were some that sold significantly uh, for significant amounts of money, like credit cards .NET and mortgage .NET and so on and so forth. But one of the big surprises of the conference was uh, – um, 
was uh, was obviously the uh, dot Moby um, showing at the conference. And um, give me your give me your take as a as a domain number seventy four hundred names about um, you know the other extensions that are out there when you can't get a dot com and what which one has the most ex- the most potential besides dot com. Uh, that's a that's a given, and I have to tell you, you know the 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 Moby sales were amazing. And you know, mortgage dot net that was a steal. I mean, I think it went for like one hundred and forty. Yeah, uh, one hundred uh, forty nine. I think. Great deal. Um, and I think the Moby extension. Quite honestly, uh, I put in for quite a few whenever the uh, extension, you know, whenever the uh, sunrise period was out. Didn't get you know near what I wanted, but there were um, there were so many people vying for them. Uh, and it's kind of like the .eu extension. There were a lot of people that went after the .eu's, and now I think .eu's kind of deflated a little bit. Uh, but the Moby domain is, has nowhere to go but up. It is by far the most exciting extension, at least for me. Uh, just I happen to love mobile devices. Everybody has a mobile phone, and there are you know so many new mobile devices outside of cell phones being created every year. So. Personally, I think there's, I think the Moby extension. There's a lot of value in those. Hard to go wrong, even if you only buy ten. You know, that, it's kind of what, what our approach is. We may grab, we own maybe like thirty or forty, you know, great dot TVs. I know some people don't like dot TV, but if you look on the television, there are a lot of companies that are starting to use dot TV. Yeah, well, uh, were, you, were you there for the uh, keynote speech from uh, Tom Gardner from uh, the Motley Fool? I was, and that was actually it was funny. Yeah, it was really funny. So he's sitting at our table, um, and for those of you that are listening, uh, Tom Gardner, who's uh, one of the founders, uh, the two brothers started Motley Fool, um, which is uh, you know an investment um, um, uh, advice site and uh, the great predictors of uh, of and advisors of uh, stock uh, acquisitions and mutual funds and index funds and so on and so forth. So he's sitting at the table and saying that um, Google's purchase of of YouTube, um, uh, you know, signifies the importance of video on um, coming to the internet, and the fact that, that someday in the near future, um, you're going to be changing channels on your television, and you may be clicking over to web channels versus, um, um, you know, regular TV channels versus local or cable versus local versus pay-per-click channels. You're very, you're basically going to tap into an unlimited amount of resources of video and and movies and and entertainment options that are going to be both web-driven, cable-driven, local market-driven, and therefore dot TV will see an insurgent just by pure um, marketing strategy of how it was originally conceived that dot, dot .tv would be. Yep, couldn't agree more. So and I, so uh, he said, I'm going out on a limb, and I'm going to predict that, dot, that dot, dot, dot .tvs will be more valuable in the future, and more and more people will register them just because of this um, video coming to television and uh, how, the, how the Internet is merging to the television and vice versa. Right. I mean, I think the lines are really the real, lines are really blending, and uh, you know, with as easy as it is now to watch TV on your computer, listen to radio, do whatever you want, it would not surprise me if we see that you know the convergence of that in, in you know the general public within the next you know two to three years. I mean, it's already there. You know, anybody can build a media center machine if you want that, and that's, so there's there's a blend right there. So. Right, definitely, definitely. So, talk a little bit about um, what you're doing currently in terms of um, um, research. Give some advice to the listening audience about, uh, you know, as a late starter, you call yourself as, you know, you, were, you didn't get in in the beginning, <laughs> and that was bad news. But what tools and things are you using to do the right acquisitions today, and leveraging your resources and your, and of course your cash to acquire the right names, getting um, uh, getting into the right names, and uh, acquiring a nice portfolio at this stage of the game. I would say the uh, you know the first thing is uh, find some area that you have some interest in you know whether that is sports or computers or what have you find some area stick with that initially uh, do some research insofar as what keywords apply to those areas there are a lot of free tools out there um, if you want to really get into the nuts and bolts of it you you'll want to use a tool such such as like Word Tracker and, and there's some other tools you can pay for to really do some uh, in-depth keyword research. Um, the other thing that's important is uh, not to really, you don't want to go out and you don't want to buy, let's say, 100 domains at once. You know, buy a few. Figure out what works for you. Find a way to monetize them. And then take, you know, some of your revenues from that, build it back into it, and purchase some other names that, you know, um, 
that actually fit where you're trying to build, you know, whether it's a small portfolio or a large portfolio, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, insofar as tools go, you know, being that, uh, I mean, I personally started out as a program. I mean, you know, I, there's a, many in-house tools that have been written, and that is mainly to find domains. You know, they're downloaded nightly. We, you know, we have software in-house that parses you know, the domain list, you know, 20, 30, 50,000 drop every day. So, and there's a lot of people vying for them. So, you know, we have our own tools in-house to evaluate them. That's not to say that everybody else has to have their own tools because uh, there's plenty of free ones online. Um, the other things, that, you know, you obviously want to look at is, you know, if you don't, if a domain does not have pre-existing links into it, uh, does the domain itself have, you know, one or two great keywords? Um, that's another thing to look at uh, because, you know, if a domain doesn't have any pre-existing traffic, more than likely you're just going to have to put up a site, whether that's one, two, five, ten pages, and then uh, let it get indexed by Google and, you know, implement Google AdWords, things along those lines. But best thing I can suggest is do a lot of research, keep your eyes in the uh, trade publications, and uh, don't, don't get out of hand with domains. Don't you know, just don't buy names that sound good, which is what I did when I first started. I didn't really know. I just grabbed names. Hey, that looks great. And I think one out of 100 of those actually turned out to be worth anything. So just, you know, do your research. Biggest thing. Right, right, right. And um, and now uh, where, what is um, your organization, where is it headed now and, uh, you know, over the next five years? What are you guys going to do uh, and really focus in on to, um, uh, to really bring a good return on your investment? Now that we've, you know, now that our portfolio has grown so, uh, it's actually grown by leaps and bounds. Um, we're starting to taper off on acquisitions. Obviously, you know, new names that come along. We will look at names, and, you know, we're still going to participate in drop auctions, things like that. But um, now it's just a matter of building out. We're really going through the portfolio, picking blocks of names, and we're, we're beginning to really build them out. Um, it's just like uh, ordinarily we, we love the forums, but, you know, you have to pick and choose what you build out. There's, there's only so much time and money you want to invest into each individual aspect. And, uh, but DIY Forms is a great acquisition, and uh, so we're going we're gonna to push that forward. But over the next five years, it's mainly grab a few great quality names, but overall really start to build out and push these sites out, sell advertising on them, sell products, um, and just move forward in that direction. You know, we may take some other things overseas. There's always possibilities like that, but um, at least right now uh, we're sticking in the States and uh, we're just moving forward on the website. Well, great. Well, um, any last uh, words of advice or um, just thoughts or recaps from your uh, most, uh, I mean, from the most recent traffic meeting, anything? Um, what, what was the, co what, which one of the, the sessions uh, really, um, you know, hit home with you uh, at, the, at traffic and why? Oh, that's easy. Madison Avenue was great. I think, I think there were a lot of people who, I hate to say it, they were at the conference that didn't attend it for one reason or another. Maybe they were outside on business deals or what have you. Anybody that missed it missed a great session. I think uh, there was so much information to be gained from both sides of the fence, and um, I saw that there was. I think there's just a, a, a. I think there's a communication barrier. Maybe it's maybe it's phrasing, maybe it's wording, maybe it's whatever it is. But I think we need to open a dialogue, and uh, you know, you know, actually, we need like a little group that meets both sides of the fence. This way, this way, both sides know what everybody's talking about. We we know what the other's thinking. We know why, you know, larger corporations, advertising agencies, what have you, uh, what their criteria is. I mean, I think that was the biggest thing that they conveyed is that, uh, you know, you've got companies like Johnson & Johnson that are branded. You know, they, they have their own brand. Why would they bother acquiring, you know, these other names like Baby.com or what have you? You know, some of them really get it. Some of them understand that, you know, you can redirect traffic from that, you know, and, and there's value. There's, there's intrinsic value in that. Whereas most corporations don't get that, and, right? Right, um, and and I think that's one of the um, one of the things that we're going to see is that Madison Avenue comes back to traffic, and it's going to be at each traffic. And remember, um, 
traffic happens again in March in Vegas, but it's coming to New York in June, and that's where it's going to really hit home because that's where Madison Avenue is really going to come and meet uh, the traffic attendees and, and sit down and maybe get into some networking groups and stuff. So uh, we're, we're trying to help uh, the folks at traffic coordinate that stuff because uh, one of our corporate offices is, is in New York right on Madison Avenue, and we have a good relationship with a lot of the, uh, the Madison Avenue companies. And... Um, the the and you mentioned a couple of companies so there are some companies that are starting to get it i think uh um um the presence of internet real estate group at web uh, web 2.0 in front of some of these large leading online and traditional um you know, traditional um, web companies and to really talking about domain names and pumping it up will also work on the back end forward for how valuable domain names are but like you said, Johnson & Johnson uh, laid a stake in the ground when they got baby.com to be responsible for the content and the education of all mothers and everything that's going to happen on that website where people are going to go and you know look at that website as the education about how to take care of babies and, and what to feed them and all kinds of stuff. So they own that market. It's their responsibility. It's a huge uh, responsibility for them to do. And same with uh, GlaxoSmithKline, who bought asthma.com and now owns that, you know, they own that disease what? now. And so they're going to have to uh, be responsible for the content and and uh, and and properly educating the public about asthma. Are you still there, Rob? Well, I think we lost. Yeah, we lost him. It's okay. Uh, can you get it back on? Just stay tuned. We have uh, we got a little hang up there, um, but we'll uh, we'll get Rob and just wind up the show real quick. Um, so anyway, I guess what I was saying is that uh, these companies are now starting to put their stake in the ground. They're starting to, um, you know, go with a, a large brand domain name, something generic in nature where they can really educate uh, the um, the type-in visitor who are who's basically naturally typing in that particular domain name and those that are searching on a website. And once they get there, they own that. They own those eyeballs and that mind and that um, and that future decision making in some cases when they own those domain properties. So it's uh, pretty valuable. So anyway, uh, uh, do we get Rob back on, or we're still? Uh, yeah, still... I'm back on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. So um, anyway, we we're just talking about the importance of some of the corporations and how they're starting now to see the light. Some of them, in some in some industry segments, pharmaceuticals for one is now starting to see the value of having an online web generic domain name presence. Right. So I mean, it's huge, and I, I think that. For the longest time, I think they really missed out on you know opportunities like that, and um, now they're coming around to see you know the importance and, and validity of of having a great domain name. Yeah, for sure. Well, Rob, it was a, a pleasure talking to you and uh, getting up to speed about what your project's doing, and also it was great seeing you at Traffic, and I look forward to seeing you again in um, in uh, Vegas. I assume that you're going to be going to the Vegas conference as well. Is that correct? I have every intention of it. I missed the uh, Vegas show this year, so uh, the next one coming up, I look forward to it. Okay, well, we really appreciate your time tonight, and it was great to get to know you over the, over the uh, Domain Masters broadcast. Hey, I appreciate the time, Monty, and uh, have a great night. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks. Um, folks, that um, um, that uh, winds up our show for Domain Masters. Just a quick reminder that uh, the, the rebroadcast of the live domain auction that occurred last Friday, the history-making event of all time, uh, 114 names selling, uh, generating $4.75 million in, uh, in, uh, in revenue for the domain holders, um, and will be broadcast right after uh, I get off the phone. And it is also going to be back on the air again on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, and uh, probably be rebroadcasted here and there throughout the week as well. So um, it's a great event to listen to if you if you have uh, four hours to spend and have nothing to do. It's pretty exciting. We kicked it off with a lot of great uh, domain sales right out of the gate, and then, of course, we went through the cycle of having some really big name sell and then going through some lulls and, uh, until some names sold again. But it was pretty well distributed. It, it, it uh, definitely showed that there is a market for certain names, and uh, I learned a lot um, putting the list together and the kind of the flow of the domain names that uh, the trends in, um, of what was selling and what wasn't, so I can do even a better job next time, and we can do a better job as a team uh, the next time for the next auction, which is uh, actually going to be at Internext in January, uh, on January 17th, uh, which is going to be an adult domain auction, especially focused for the adult industry, and um, then again in March at Traffic West in Las Vegas. 
with that, I'll let everybody go. I want to have everybody have the best week and uh, be the master of your domain. And stay tuned for the live or the rebroadcast of the live domain auction. Take care and see you next week on Domain Masters. Bye. USA Radio Network News, Dennis Martin reporting. The United States says Syria, Iran, and Hezbollah are joining forces to destabilize Lebanon's government. White House Press Secretary Tony Snow says there is mounting evidence that Syria, Iran... Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.